is the G220 effect. I am Steve. And I'm Denai. Galatians 2.20 says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And this is the G220 effect. We believe that this word will help bring transformation in your life by the power of the Holy Spirit in you. Let's get it and let's go. Ooh, I'm ready to go. I don't know about you. Amen. <laughs> I said I was ready to go. I don't, think I, was, I don't think I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> she just said amen. <laughs> When in doubt, <laughs> say it is so in Jesus' name. Oh, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> man, oh, man. Anybody ever been in a place where you always are in the middle? And when you're in the middle, I, it, it reminds me of, of times when I was a kid when I used to ride with my grandparents in my granddad's truck. And he had no armrest in the middle. And, you know, when you rode in this truck, you know, it, it, it's like the, the, you had no seat rest, the armrest in the middle. And it was just this one seat belt that went across and it snapped. <laughs> it's so funny because I hated being in the middle. And so it, it, it's, it's one of those things where I used to always be like, man, I got if I'm riding with grandpa, grandpa, grandma, I want to sit in the back seat. But no, 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 no. Little Steve, you had to sit right there in that middle seat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and I just didn't like it. So I don't know if anybody ever been in the place where they're stuck in the middle. Or even, even now, I mean, even being in the back seat and maybe you are riding with a few more people than usual and you have to be stuck in the middle and you, you don't have anywhere to put your legs either you put one on the left side one on the right side or you put both on one side it's just it's not comfortable to be in the middle it just never is that place of the middle is an uncomfortable place <laughs> it's a place where where you, you i mean you can look left and right but do you have any room to actually move or breathe you know and so being in the middle this is our topic for the day stuck in the middle and you know it's it's so it's so amazing when we know that God he gives us choice you know but here's this middle ground we always have to make the choice left or right and i'm actually curious are our cars really designed to have more than two people in the back seat i mean though i'm talking a standard sedan or a standard car i i'm i'm curious sorry if i sound a little special but i'm just i'm curious <laughs> i'm curious because it just doesn't seem like that seat should have somebody on it it should just be two people in the back two people in the front and that's the design and i and i like what you just said because now we if we go on to talk about the design of god and how god created things the middle was never where he wanted us to be and that's the topic that we're going to be visiting today you know yeah, many people yeah. are living in what we call that middle riding the fence right that's that's another way to say it we're riding the fence you're either here you're there and, and they're not really desiring to make Make a choice. And as believers, our choice should be so clear, not only to us, but to those around us that this is where we stand. I'm not riding the fence. I'm not here nor there. My leg is not one in on this si side and one on the other side. I'm fully on one side, either I'm this way or I'm that way. And a lot of times they, they're saying is that they don't make it and they're not have the ability to make the choice because they're like, why make the choice? Because I can have both. 
<laughs> and that's not a, a good place to be because if you desiring to have both, you want to be good and evil. You want to be bad and good. You want to be uh, uh, this and that. You know, when God has designed us to only be who you are, when you can only be who you are, not what everybody else wants you to be or anybody else wants you to be. So why make that choice Amen. when you have a defined choice you can make? Yeah, so we invite you right now, if you got your Bible, get your Bible out. We're just going to jump right into scripture as always um, and just give some good foundation to what we're talking about today. And first, we're going to be in Joshua. So if you want to get your Bible open to Joshua, we're going to be in Joshua 24 verses 14 through 15. So we all know who Joshua was, I'm sure. We know who Joshua was here. He has been given now the position. It's after Moses yeah, and he's yeah, having yeah. to lead God's people and and. These these God's people were the ones that were just taken were taken out of the captivity of Pharaoh in Egypt, and now they're moving along to the promised land, to the land of milk and honey, and um, th there's a lot that's happening, right? Because Choices. they want to go back, they want to go eat chicken and filet mignon the back fat of a calf, <laughs> you know. I want to eat that thigh bone, you know. <laughs> they want to go have Popeyes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they are trying to go back to Egypt. And just being so double-minded in many ways, not Man. just, you know, we're just being silly, but like, that's the mind that we have. It's like, I want to go back because it was comfortable because I can't quite see where we're going, you know? Man. And so they're battling with that decision. But anyway, let's just read. Verse 14 says, now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. That's a Ooh. good instruction right Ooh. there, right? How do you get to that place of sincerity and truth, man? You know, the only way you can do that is get to the depths of your heart you know that, that the secret place of your heart and give from there because a lot of times we give from the the very 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 edge of our heart when we say oh yeah because we don't want people to know because we lack the trust to give over that and so man so here we are we talking about sincerity and truth so let's get to the nitty and gritty and let's keep it going yeah so I, I also wanted to say this like the, that sincerity and truth it's also it also helps to define where you are if you're not being sincere Sincerity means you're really being genuine, 100% giving it all. But yeah, when you're yeah. in the middle and you're riding the fence, you, your your actions will never be really sincere uh, or, or true because it's either it's truth or it's a lie. There's no in-between. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So this is good wisdom right here. And it says, and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood. I mean, we sometimes when we're reading these, I just start to see other topics and things that we can talk about serving other gods. There are many gods that serve that people are serving. Even in today, we 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 celebrate things that are are rooted in gods that are not what God <laughs> yeah, spoke yeah, yeah. because of our lack of knowledge. We are perishing. But anyway, I, I'm not going to get excited and start going there. It says uh, the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt, and serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord choose you this day whom ye will serve I'm make sure a choice my guy <laughs> make a choice my guy <laughs> i'm sure we've heard this scripture over and over and over and, and as we finish reading it you probably can pick out the verse that we know the most but choose who you will serve even if you don't want to serve god just say so i want to serve the gods that were in egypt say say that don't be on the fence don't be riding the fence and you know what's the biggest part about this? Here it is. God has designed the, the fact of the in the word that we are always supposed to make a choice. You know, and so it, here it is. He's saying, choose, just make a choice. 
And you know, that's what I give you, choice. You know, I'm not mad at you if you make the wrong choice, but guess what? I'm going to come back to you when you make that wrong choice. But when you make the right choice, guess what? You, you're going to get that delight in him. He gonna, you're going to get that satisfaction of, pray, of, of being pleasing to God. You're going to get that I'm righteous. You know, you're going to get all that. Hallelujah. And you're going you're gonna to miss all the unrighteous and all the other things that come with the wrong choice. Right. So it's awesome to just make a choice. Here's God telling Joshua, then... And here's God always saying the same thing over and over again through the word to us until we actually do what he said do. Ooh, look at that. So rebellious. <laughs> and I think if I'm if I'm not uh, mistaken, we had we 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 did a Bible. I mean, uh, not a Bible study. We also host Bible studies, but uh, we did a podcast on choices. I believe it was called choices. So if you can go and 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 listen to that, that that's really powerful. If it's not choices, forgive me. Uh, <laughs> I think it's choices. Yeah, I think yeah, it's choices. We got one called choices. Yeah, if you, if you can find that podcast, I think it will be really helpful to bring some of this to light because we are. This is the blessing that we have. The freedom to make a choice. And here it is. They're being given a ability to make a choice and say, just choose, right? Whether the gods, which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in the, in whose land ye dwell. But as for me, now Joshua speaking as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I'm sure we've heard that before. Somebody's grandma probably got it on a plaque in their house. <laughs> 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 Praise God. But yeah, that this is a this is the part that I was saying. If I get to it, you guys will know what I'm talking about. But as for me and my house, so he made his choice. We'll serve the Lord. So that's the choice that Joshua has made. But we'll go on and we're going to read another scripture. And, you know, it's so amazing when God gives us the ability to make the choice. And guess what? We choose not to. And so when we look at the simple facts, then we stay, we start making excuses and start saying, why God do this? Why God do that? Why is this happening to me? Why? You never made a choice. You never never chose what side you're on so of course it's going to be confusion of course it's going to be all this different type of stuff happening around you that you don't know what's going on because you've never made your definite answer or choice Amen. and that's what god called us to make a choice choose this day who you serve do what you do what you say you're going to do because you know a lot of times we say oh i'm gonna be this type of man and then you're not you know so Make the choice. Even faith doesn't work with doubt. You can't be doubting. You can't be double-minded. It won't work. You have to make a choice. If you're going to be in faith, be in faith. If you're going to believe, believe. <laughs> but if you start doubting, if you start wavering, if you start being double-minded, then you are unsteady in all your ways. And everything that you do will never come to fruition. It's like I plant something outside. And then I, I, I instead of knowing that it has to be on a regimen that I water it this certain amount of time, and then I put it in the yeah, sun this yeah, certain yeah, amount yeah. of time and i just go oh maybe some days maybe some days i won't oh maybe you know that plant won't thrive you know so we have to fully give ourselves to whatever it is that we are saying we stand on if it's believing in god fully stand but anyway we might be getting to the end before we <laughs> before the beginning but let, let me go ahead and read this next scripture is revelations 3 14 through 17 and it reads as follows it said and unto the angel of the church of La laodiceans right these things saith the Lord, saith the Lord, amen. The faithful and true witness, the beginning of creation of God. I know thy works and that thou art neither cold nor hot. And I would though went, went wert thou cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of thy mouth. 
because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing and, and knowest not that thou art wretch and miserable and poor, blind, and naked. Mm. Thou art wretched. And Man. you know, I, lo I love this when he's describing all the, he's talking to the different churches and the church of Laodicea. Here they are. They got their riches and they're doing what they, they're on the outside. They just look like they got it all. They're doing it right. <laughs> yeah. But guess what? That's good. They're being told here, you're neither hot, you're neither cold. Where where do you stand? And I'm going to, what was the, 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 the warning is that you'll get spewed out. If you're either lukewarm, uh, if you're lukewarm, you're going to get spewed out. You, you can't be, you got to be either cold or hot. Which one are you going to be? You can't be in the middle. And unfortunately, you know, the riches of this world and the things that we have in this world make us kind of in the middle. Now we start making excuses that, oh, you know what, um, you you know god knows my heart you know and i don't have to do this god knows my heart because why you have things and riches that you have to sustain and you know that there may be po politics and things involved that will make you make a choice so you find your own middle ground to make things comfortable for you and that's unfortunate and you know that lukewarm place you know a lot of us you know we we, we like to stay there because here it is that lukewarm water you ever felt lukewarm water when you're running on your hands it feels kind of good and so it's, it's the basis of being hot and cold at the same time, which makes warm. Bacteria <laughs> grows in that lukewarm. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> and, and so a lot, a lot of times we like that lukewarm water because we don't have to do anything to make it warm or cold. But because it, 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 it feels kind of good, it feels, it's a comfortable spot. And I say that because this is Amen. what being lukewarm is. I'm in my comfort. I'm in my own comfort. I, and I'm in my own comfortable place where... I don't have to do nothing. I don't have to say nothing. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And notice that what I'm saying, I, I'm good. I'm in my comfort. I'm straight. I'm good. I don't need nothing. I don't want nothing. I'm yeah. straight. You know, cause it, I got all these riches and I got all these things. So I'm good. Cause I got, I feel like I got everything <laughs> I need. Yeah. And so that's a bad place because God doesn't want us in comfort. He wants us to be comfortable with him. That way we can walk with him, but not the comfort in our flesh where we don't, when we don't move or don't do anything that, that's going to be pleasing to him. You know, because a lot of times when we look at the scripture and I get a vivid picture of somebody that has everything they need, but guess what? They're lacking the things that they need spiritually, which is peace. They're lacking the things that they need, that they have, they need spiritually, which is patience. They're lacking the things that they need, which is meekness. They're lacking the things that they need, which is love. Kindness. You know, and kindness and gentleness. Joy. All these things, which are the fruits which, which, which grow on a tree that is alive. But here it is. When we're walking with lukewarm, we stand in comfort. And guess what? This tree, it, because you're in comfort, as you continue to walk, you don't, you're not even watering this tree that it grow. And so every year after year after year, guess what happens? That stuff gets old. It gets old and gets decrepit and, and stale. And, and, stale. <laughs> and guess what ends up happening? It ends up dying or it ends up breaking down. Think about it. If you don't fix a car, it, you, it, as it gets start to get older, guess what happens? It's going to end up breaking down. If you don't put oil in it <laughs> every six months, guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna have a, a, a you have you're gonna blow a gasket, and that car is gonna actually break down. And so it's very very you can't live in that comfort place because life is ever revolving, things are ever changing, and God is the only thing that remains Constant. the same. Amen. 
Uh, every year we get older, another year. And so, you know, you can't stay in that place. And so that's why it's so important that we, when we look at our life, we get to see the inner things, the inner things that, you know, how I got these riches. Do I want to continue to do this to get these riches? Because guess what? As as you got it when you was younger, guess what? You're, you're going to get older and you're not going to be able to continue to do the same things you did to get it. So guess what's going to happen? You're going to become poor, like the scripture says. You're going to become miserable. You're going to become blind and naked because guess what? You're going to lose the very thing, the very work, how you worked hard to get it. You're going to be, you're going to lose these things because your body's not going to be able to maintain the work ethic. Man, so amazing when we, when we're walking and getting to see how riding that fence look like. You cannot maintain riding that fence because guess what? That fence is going to fall one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But we go on and we see the wisdom of, 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 of Jesus that he's sharing in Matthew 6. And it just kind of helps us to kind of turn things around. And this is the beauty of when Christ came, he helped to now change the way our hearts was we were set up right remember we had a stony heart and that heart was made to flesh yeah. through christ thank you lord <laughs> so here we are given the ability to make a choice and to 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 soften our hearts so that when we make a choice we make a choice that is pleasing to god and a choice that is that is that is that will lead us to righteousness basically so matthew 6 which is awesome uh verse 26 we're gonna go there and jesus is sharing he says no man can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold the one and despise the other ye cannot you cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot serve God and mammon. And I love Matthew 6 because, you know, he goes on to talk about making sure that we understand that our needs are taken care of. Because if we look at nature and we look at the things around us that God created, he takes care of them. What more us? You know, he'll take care of us. So he's take, He's telling us right now that money shouldn't be a priority to you. But what should be a priority is seeking God, his kingdom so that you can be in the right place don't ride the fence don't say well i still gotta feed my family so lord you know my heart i gotta go to work but but you hear the holy spirit telling you do this and you're not doing it <laughs> so that right there you're you're you you're choosing what you're gonna do and justifying it and this is what we do like the church of laodicea where uh they they ended up um choosing and making a uh, making it look good on the outside but in the inside nothing good is coming out of it so we don't want to ever get to that place where we justify what we're doing and 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 riding the fence the whole time because we're not really choosing where we want to be we want a little bit of god but we also want to be able to 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 do what the world system tells us to do to be successful and to be prosperous and all these things so basically that's what he's talking about and that word love in this scripture is Agapao, I hope I'm pronouncing it right in Greek, uh, but it says that it, it means, or the outline passage use is um, to of persons to welcome, to entertain, to be fond of, to love dearly, to be well pleased, to be contended at or with a thing with. Um, and then hate is miseo, um, which is um, it says that it's to have uh, to be loveless, right? To to hate or to detest. So it's good that we really see what that means because he said either you will love the one 
uh, or, or you will hate, you will, uh, sorry, let me start it over. It says for either he will hate the one and love the other. So either you're going to be, uh, um, have detest of one or you're going to have a well-pleasing and welcoming and a fond of and being yeah, dear yeah, to yeah, one. Yeah. And the choice is either God or money, right? And those are the two things that he mentions on here that are basically our life. Because guess what? Mammon provides our basic needs according yeah, to yeah, the world yeah. system. <laughs> but God's kingdom provides all that and some. <laughs> so choose, you know, that's a choice right there. Love or hate God or mammon. Which one? Are you going to love god or hate god are you gonna and it's just that simple unfortunately nowadays there's no there's no real definition or like uh, uh to just say what love love versus hate is you know th- we know that the word says that they'll call good evil and evil good because it's getting all misconstrued but the truth is it's either you love or you hate that's yeah, it yeah, there's no yeah, in yeah. between and it's either it's good or it's evil there's no in between if we start to get to that point where we are absolutely we have absolutes and we know that the word is absolute then we can really be blessed and not ride that fence you know what and i just want to be clear because the scripture says you no one can serve two masters you know how important that is because here it is god is definitely defining that the choices that we make right here we're definitely putting the definition on the choice you know a lot of times we we have things to do and we have things we want to do and so this is usually how we make choices. We make choices based off if this thing make me bored or this thing is exciting to do. And, you know, who wants to go clean up their backyard and cut the grass on a 90 degree day or go go uh, uh, take a trip up to some beach and get in the water and, and put your feet in the sand? Who wants to, what choice would you make? You know, I, I know what choice I would make. I would go put my feet in the sand. But here it is, and this is the divine choices that we have. I just use that as an example because here's the choice that we have to make. You know, a lot of times we can't do two things at once. And so we make a choice what's more important and what's not what's less important. And so which one I love more, which one I love less. And so the based on which one you're gonna love the you love and you wanna do the most, the other one is a lesser. And so, but we don't define it as I hate that. We just it, it, we define it as ah, I can do it later. But guess what? You're not gonna even touch that later because you did what you wanted to do from the get go. So that thing, unless you do that thing you you like less first, then you operate and do the thing that you love more uh, later. But that's not how it works. A lot of times in our flesh, we do the thing that we want to do, and we don't do the thing that we need to do. That's how flesh. So, it causes so many different problems. It causes so many different things in our life that we end up missing the mark of what God had intended for us instead of doing exactly what he said, you know, which is very easy because it's only instructions that he's given us to help us. He's not giving us nothing that's going to hurt us or is going to put us to shame or anything like that. It might make you feel different because you've never done this before. It may get you out of your comfort zone. But guess what? God loves you and he don't want you on that fence. He wants you off that fence. He wants you walking in truth. He wants you walking in the wisdom that he's giving you so you don't get stuck in the middle. 
Amen. Man. And I love that you use the word loveless because that is that was the definition according to the Blue Letter Bible of that word hate misseo was it's it's to love less. That's to, that's hate basically. And that's a good study for all of us to just really understand what hate is and what love is. And then we can really start to see that the choices that we make even on a daily basis, we we are making a, a choice of love or hate. <laughs> and 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 this scripture in Matthew 6 is just so clear and I pray that as we meditate on that word that it just brings forth such life to bring this into practicality for us that really every day we're having to make a choice and it's either we are loving what God has for us or we hate what God has for us and so we're choosing to to love that less and to choose something else and make it more of a priority man but we and that's not condemnation that's just truth <laughs> we have to get out of thinking that things are condemnation it's just true yeah, yeah, God yeah. really wants us to make a choice and to 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 be clear with our choice and not to be wishy-washy because wishy-washy is going to get us in trouble that's the scripture we just read you get spewed out and lukewarm you got to either be hot or cold and you know a lot of times you know what i think sometimes we we get to a place where we say you know what i'm just we we, we doing so much that we forget to make a choice about what life looks like i'm doing things in my life so much that i forget to do i forget to do what's needed and i miss the point and so it's so amazing as we get farther in the gospels, Jesus gets to define how it looks, what it looks like to move aside and allow God so you don't get stuck in that place called the middle. And so Matthew 22, 37 and 38 reads, Jesus said unto them, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. See that? That's one way that you miss that, that that's stuck in the middle because you're making a choice. Thou shalt love their God with all thy heart. Meaning I made a choice. I'm making a choice to love God. Okay. With all my heart. With When I give my whole heart to something, that means it's no wavering. It's no shortcoming. It's no going left. It's no going right. It's I'm there. I'm, I'm meeting it. I'm, I'm making the right choice, the right stance that it's God. And so the next part of the verse, and it said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul. So in the depths of me, my mind, my will, my intellect, all those different things, I'm loving God with all of that. I'm giving him every part of me that he may be glorified. Okay. And the last part, it said, with all thy mind. And so that means I'm keeping my mind under subjection so that my mind won't waver off and say, well, you could be doing this, you could be doing that, you could be doing it, and, and causes confusion and causes you to say, oh, well, I can't make a choice yet. I, I shouldn't make a choice yet because confusion has now ran rampant in your mind. And so let's continue to go. The scripture ends off saying, this is the first and great commandment. And that is to put God first. And the decisions you make is always God first, because if you do that, guess what happens? You, you don't have to worry about being lukewarm. You don't have to worry about going, being hot or cold. You're just going to be right where you need to be at the right place at the right time because you just consulted God and you did what you're supposed to do first instead of waiting and saying, oh, I'm comfortable. I don't want to do that yet. I'm going to wait to do it. You know, you ever I'm had, praying about it. Yeah. <laughs> you, ever had a, 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 you ever had an assignment when you were in school where you said, oh, you know, I'm going to wait to do this assignment. And guess what? It snuck up on you. You forgot about it. And then guess what? You got to turn in the next day and you missed it because you didn't do it. I mean, I did that a lot of times coming up when I missed 
the mark on the assignment. I'm like, ah, it was easy. That was an like easy grade. But guess what? You got an F because you didn't do what you were supposed to do in the beginning. You didn't make the choice. Man, when God has designed life so easy that we choose him and that he's not forcing us to choose him. He's not doing it, but he's not doing anything to, to, to alter our choice, but to let us know that his grace is sufficient. Guess what? You ain't got to do nothing but follow after me because I did it all for you. Man. Thank you, Jesus. That is so awesome. And and here we are. We have the ability to make the choice, the freedom to make the choice. God is not forcing us to do what he says to do. He presents the choice to us. He, that's why Jesus came and gave all this wisdom to us and said, here, you know, I want you to understand you can't serve two masters. You can't. I'm, I'm telling you right now, you'll see as you walk that you can't serve two masters. So make a choice. And I've given you the freedom to make a choice because if you don't make the, the, the choice to love, of God, you can still make the choice to do something else. And there are consequences to that choice. The wages of sin are death. I mean, that's just what's going to come of that. But when you have life, life in Christ, you have life eternal. And that's wonderful. So remain in that choice to, again, put God first and, and seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and see how blessed you are and how not wishy-washy you become, but you stay on that steady ground uh, where you're not riding the fence and you will see the blessings of the Lord just continually uh, be in your life because you are a part of the kingdom. And you know what is so important to being part of the kingdom is to remember this, that being stuck in the middle, it's one man that can play the middle and that's Jesus. Because guess what? Jesus bridged the gap for us. He's the middleman, so that's why it's important that you don't try to play him because you are not your God. You are not your own savior. So if you can remove yourself out the middle, you can actually see who's really the middleman. And that middleman is Jesus so that you don't get stuck in the middle. Hallelujah. You just got me excited right Man. there. That is so awesome because, yes, that's so rooted in pride. I, 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 I'm going to do things, things for myself. That is the, the culprit of why we suffer so much because we choose to continue to say, I will, I am, I'm going to. It's all about you when we are made in God's image and likeness. Yeah, yeah, so we are yeah. supposed to do exactly exactly what he wants us to do because he he designed us and he didn't design us to ride the fence y'all he designed us to be able to make a choice to be with him and to to be like like it was in the beginning where he says let us make man in our own image and likeness we were one with him walking with him in the cool of the the the, the day right in the garden and just enjoying the pleasure of being with the father that's what we're supposed to be not oh i'm gonna do a little bit of this and yeah. <laughs> middle Amen. Let the middleman be the middleman and don't you get stuck in his spot because you can't handle his spot. <laughs> Let Jesus be who he is. Let him be the middleman because when he's the middleman, you don't have to worry about getting stuck in the middle. You don't have to worry about lukewarm. You don't have to worry about those things because guess what? The comfort of the Holy Spirit is going to comfort you and going to give you the truth that you don't even want to be comfortable. You just want to do his will. Amen. Man. Yes. And so imagine that this is what God has given us. You know, his will be done, you know, that we don't get stuck in the middle. And this has been the G220 Effect. And we're Ghosts.